really good. I'm moving at a thousand miles an hour. I need mm-hmm. to slow down. Like literally right now I'm like, oh my God, the Home Depot bill is due today. Oh, please. I hope it's not the cutoff time before they before it's tomorrow. And I have got to slow down. Um, yesterday morning, I left out early to get an early start on the day and I went and got gas and my mind was a thousand different places. And I thought I heard the gas click like it was done. So when I got out, I didn't look at the pump because I thought I heard the click. And when I pulled it out, gas shot everywhere down no. my, clothes, my sneakers, my sweatshirt, everything, because I put 30 in and I was only at 27. Oh no. So, and I was like, you know what? You need to slow down before you literally set your world on fire. Those are not New Jersey problems. I know. I know. I miss New Jersey because all you literally have to do is, especially when it's cold, put the window down a half inch, um, fill it up on six. Thank you. Yeah. Just like slip, slip, <laughs> slip the card through. I missed that in Jersey. I know. I know. Um, wait, Taria, I can hear some feedback. Can you, do you have headphones? Yep. I'll put the headphones on. I'm glad you said that. Yep. Yeah. Not that I don't love the sound of my own voice. I actually hate it. No. Um, I was trying to be cute, like for aesthetics, like, oh my God. I know. No, I thought about it. Cause now that I'm on YouTube, hi, hello. I am on YouTube. Um, I, I'm like, should I be making more of an effort? Cause these headphones are from Amazon for $7. So, you know, okay, I have to subscribe to your YouTube. So I have a YouTube too, and I don't wear them just because a lot of times when I'm recording, I'm in the house by myself. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about people walking, but then occasionally somebody will pop through or Corey will be like, oh, you're good. But then it's like, <laughs> you're you. So I'm just going to wait. <laughs> You're putting the dishes up, but I'm good. Thank you for putting the dishes up, though. But yeah, no, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not good. <laughs> We're not great. We're not, We're not. good. We're not good. Um, yeah, no, the the mind going 30,000 miles an hour, totally. I feel you on that. It's so funny it's, that you're like the Home Depot, though. Like, literally, I'm on it right now. I'm like, oh, I made it. I made the cutoff. Okay, I just got to put it in right now, and I'm done. Okay, it's so weird because I recently got like a, a bill from Macy's, which is weird to me because I like, haven't been to Macy's in ages, but it must be something like leftover from like a bill from like last year or something, because it's two dollars. I'm like, Get, okay, come on, two dollars. Isn't that kind of pathetic, Macy's, for you to be even asking for two dollars for two? Let me tell you, I would get so pissed um, back in the days when I was paying my credit card bill in full, and um, I would think I was paying it in full, but have my dates wrong. So then I'd be like, yes, it's going to report zero balance. And it's like 275 because of the interest. Really? You couldn't have just let that go. I think it's so messed up. Honestly, it's rude for them to be asking for $2. $2. It costs you more to print it on paper. Yes, exactly. Oh, God. By the way, I'm a stripes person and I love the stripes on you. Just wanted to let you know I love stripes. Thank so, you. Yeah, you look good. This is that. Hey, thanks. I did nothing today. But you're <laughs> see, see. But I feel like that is when sometimes you glow your best. Have you ever been in the mirror sometimes and you're like, skin is popping, and I literally did nothing. And then there's other times when I'm intentionally doing something and nothing is happening. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the story of my life. When I but you're, feel like yeah. 
Well, when I do nothing to my skin and when I try like very little to put like very little makeup on and stuff, I'm like, the pictures are going to look great because I'm going to look like myself. But then when I put on makeup or worse, when <laughs> somebody else does my makeup, I'm like, I don't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I finding know. the older I get, I feel like makeup sometimes makes me look older. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't want to be that. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes. Well, my skin is good because um, I do get the Botox and I I am, that's like, I'm obsessed with my skincare. So it looks, that's how I am. My hair, I could care. I mean, I, I mean, we, if I had more of it, then <laughs> I, would, I would do way more with my hair. But we're doing the best in the words of Mariah Carey. I'm going to do the best with what I got. With what I got, period. Listen, <laughs> that's it. And that's all. Your cup is so cute. I, I'm a mug collector, so I love it. Oh, thank you. This is from my one of my best friends from Georgia. She gave it to me. And like a little, she made me a little boo basket. That is her and so cute. I know. It's two little skeletons loving, lovingly staring at each other. Yes. And I'm like, when do I get this skinny? <laughs> I'm calling your husband, getting your mom's phone number. If you ever, if you get so skinny to the point where I have to carry your tits for you and say, where would you like me to sit these? Because you can't carry them on your frame. Well, you know what? We're already there because I breastfed two kids. And you know. So <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you can't tell that you're there. I'll say that. You cannot tell. <laughs> Um, listen, you know who's really skinny? The entire fucking cast of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So every single one of them, and it's almost to the point, I know we say we don't comment on women's bodies, but I sometimes feel like it's different when women are talking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. um, Erica, to me, is on a slippery slope. It's just she got pellets in her butt or whatever. Yeah. No, they're hormones, like the GLP-1 medicines that can regulate your hormones. That's the part she's leaving out. I know. It's ridiculous. Like, and I wish that she would just say it because it's like, we're all on it, babe. It's fine. Like, it's totally okay. And and here's the thing. It was especially jarring when at this reunion, they flashed back to Ooh. last year. And I was like, whoa, well, I forgot. And that's the other part of me being a woman that it's. I'm also like, she looks better. <laughs> no, it's so fucked up. When Donnie was on, we talked about this too. And like, this is like the fucked up thing about like my brain is I'm like, I know I'm so disordered. I'm like, she does look really pretty. Insane. I know. But that's why I'm like, when do I become this skinny? Like a skeleton? Because I like, listen, it's not my fault. I was raised in the nineties. Like I can't Hello. help it. Okay. With guest jeans that like, are you a 26 or 27? None of those. <laughs> yeah. When I was growing up in the early two thousands, when I was in high school, the size of a fly was half an inch on jeans okay it's insane it was insane so like it's not my fault I'm trying to unlearn okay yes but the point is she does look really good she <laughs> looks good I was like whoa it's better but uh, be careful but be careful because she's about to go bobblehead yes and that's that's it's like okay girl like because you she literally has nothing like when did that happen but Versus Kyle, I think that Kyle, she's, now her flashback, I was like, ooh. <laughs> That's a whole other face. It's a whole other face. Like, 
It's a whole. She loved the bump, didn't she? The bump she ponytail did. She did. and the bangs. She looks really good. And when I saw her at BravoCon, even seeing her in person, she's short and small. So it kind of looked like that was her natural frame anyway. Yeah. yeah. But she looks really good. All the ladies look good. I just want Garcelle to get a stylist. I've said it. Okay. I'm really glad that you said that because Garcelle's fashions always like make me gasp. I'm like, I get it that you're trying to like be bold and stuff and you should be, right? You should be. But maybe not this bold. I don't know. I just, there's something that just doesn't click. Yeah. It's like you are so beautiful and we are dealing with this hair and these clothes. Can we talk about the hair? The hair isn't great. It's not great. And it hasn't been since she's been on. And I'm so upset because again, she's gorgeous. I love when she does a ponytail and it like shows her face. Yeah. Yeah. Or even when she does the straight look and it doesn't look wiggy. I'm like, come on, Giselle. Like to me, I mean, Giselle, well, <laughs> there I mean, we go. Yeah. We would think there. about fashion. So how dare you let Dorit get away with trying to do an edge, slay an edge and you, Okay. Okay. Were they baby bangs? Because that's what they're calling them. No. The funniest thing was when they started this. Re- so hi, hello, everyone. Taria, thank you for oh. coming to the podcast. <laughs> hi. No Thanks problem. for having me. <laughs> <laughs> because this is our conversation. We this cannot talk and then be like, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, we're here to record a podcast. Um. So we're going to talk about Real Houses of Beverly Hills and Real Houses of Miami reunions. And the Beverly Hills reunion, the funniest thing to me was in in the beginning when Erica visits Dorit in her trailer, right? And Dorit's like in her robe. The funniest was she has a little clip on her forehead. <laughs> and it's not even a pin curl. It's not even a pin it's curl. It's not a pin curl. It's just like one little piece of hair that she has like super glued to like her her scalp or her forehead. And I don't quite understand because we did see her that one look. That she had in her confessional. Yeah. Right? Which was like, who is your stylist? Like, I need to understand, like, wh- who decided, like, Dorit, like, what was this look that you decided to put together? And I think she was trying to go for a sexy hood. You know how sometimes the girls wear the sec- the dresses with the sexy hoods? That just looked like a nun's habit, almost. Yeah, it didn't look good. Like, Gertie is wearing yes. a hood in the next episode, uh, in the Miami episode, but, like, it looks different because it's sexy. Like, there's, yes. like, you see the juxtaposition of, but, like, Dorit looked like, to me, she looked she look like an auntie, like, because it looked like a sari, but then it was, like, draped over Wait. her head, and then she had the one piece of hair sticking out, and I just, like, wasn't sure what the thought process was here. She looked like she was going to the Wailing Wall. You know how you cover your head. Yeah, like it just. Yeah, yeah, like it looked like a. It looked like some sort of a, a like an appropriation of some sort. But I couldn't yes. quite nail which what she's appropriating because it was yeah. a lot. It was a lot going. It was a whole lot going on. And I also, just the red was like not great for her. Like no. I don't think that that's a pretty red. No, and not not for her like no. her skin. So yeah. I, I would feel like she would need more of a. Deeper, like maybe cranberry versus such such a bright. Yeah, color. like I don't yeah. think I don't think that that's a color that suits actually mm-hmm. a lot of people, but especially yeah. not a lot of white people. And it's funny because she also said, "Wasn't that the whole thing in the in her in her season this year, like where she got mad at PK because she doesn't wear red?" Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, was that a statement? I'm not sure. 
But we kicked off this reunion with so we jumped thoughts. we jumped right into Kyle versus Dorit. Did you think that this friendship was going to fall apart the way that it did? I You know what? I, I want to say that I didn't, but I will say this. I am not surprised because when I look at Kyle's history, Every time someone is brought on, even if it's by somebody else, Brandy Glanville, um, Dorit, Teddy, she tends to uh, pull them in as her BFFs, especially when she becomes in opposition with the other person. But I thought maybe with her and Dorit, it was a real thing because their kids are involved. It seems like her kids knew her. Their husbands are really close. So I didn't see it falling apart like this. And I certainly don't give Dorit nothing ever <laughs> ever I've been giving a lot of things to people that I would normally never and I was with her with the whole text messaging with like I was I was on her side with it because mm -hmm. you don't get to go on Amazon live knowing people are watching and talk about our friendship and but then say it was a, in response to the things that you were saying if Dorit was saying Kyle's not my real friend. Kyle's not this. That would be one thing. She was basically letting you letting us know I miss my friend and I feel like I'm being replaced. Yeah. And then for Kyle to be like, I just I, me and my friends, we just like work out and we go yeah. on walks and like that's what we do now. Like we we just work out. Like I'm always working out. Like, okay, Kyle, you just started working out like a year ago. Can a you relax? Literal year ago. And like it, she's she's acting as if she has been like this you know, Teddy Mellencamp fitness girly. Like she hasn't, you've not been that person. So for you to suddenly be like, it's just like, Oh, we don't have anything in common. Cause like we all just work out all the time. And like, you don't work out like, shut the fuck up, Kyle. That's not true. And not only that, like, I thought it was funny when Dorit was like, I mean, I did go once and she's like, yeah. And you had to sit down and she's like, I mean, uh, a hike to you guys is like a, yeah, like a brisk walk. But also I feel like Kyle adapts the personality of the people that she's with at that time. So now she's close to Teddy and fitness girly. So now that's her personality. Look at her and Morgan, whether they're together or not, she's adopted the personality. It seems like outer wise. So it's, she's, she's a, a chameleon or a chameleon, whatever they Very appropriate because of the man that Dorit's husband has caged in at a dungeon somewhere. And is that why he's in England? Who knows? Okay. But okay, going back to the thing that you just said about like Kyle just turning into the people that she's like surrounding herself with, it's true mm -hmm. because when she and Dorit became buddies to take down LVP, <sighs> she was she was opening up stores, right? She yep. was doing fashion merchandising, which is like what Dorit does. So it was yep. like it made sense that they were friends. And now that Kyle's not interested in that anymore. And she's doing other stuff. It's like, okay, I've moved on to this other person who I right. may or may not allegedly be, you know, going down on. Right. Like scissoring. Yeah. You know, all of yeah. that. Whatever. Honestly, go off. Have fun. Who A part of me you? feels like she should this this is shenanigans. I think Kyle is <laughs> all shenanigans. <laughs> Hi Brock, <laughs> Kashina. Um, I think <laughs> I feel like she wants to be the center of attention the way she wants to be the center of attention. She brought up her marriage a lot. She kept bringing up her rings this season a lot. She's bringing up Morgan a lot. And that and and the ladies are 
it's one thing the ladies ask questions, but you continue to bring it up. And I feel like she wants to make sure she's still the head diamond in charge, but yeah. at the same time, don't get too deep. Don't ask too many questions. I don't want to have to reveal anything real. And for the love of every single dog at Vanderpump Dogs, please stop bringing up Lisa Vanderpump. It's weird, isn't it? She's like kind yes. of obsessed with her. Yeah. Like, relax. Yeah. You've mentioned her way too many times for a person who is constantly feuding with her. Like, it is weird. Because yeah. Lisa Vanderpump does not bring you up on her show or anything that she does. Right. But you seem to bring her up all the fucking time as you yep. still try to steal, like, her whole shtick. I'm waiting for Kyle to open a bistro. Yeah, right. It's going to come next season. <laughs> like something about her is never going to open and it's going to be like Kyle's Bistro right next to Sir. <laughs> Taria, have you been to Sir? Never. I've seen it. Me and the hubby drove by it when we went to visit little Corey in California. And I was like, why don't you get a job there? And I was like, actually don't get a job there because I do not want to see you on that show on that TV. It's disgusting. That's okay. So, so you've been there. Yeah. I have heard people say that it is, I've heard that bathrooms are disgusting. I've heard that they keep the lighting low because the the booths and everything are dirty. Are you serious? I went during the daytime. So the lighting can only do so much. And I genuinely was like, I've said this now that people are probably so fucking tired of me saying it. For the last like four episodes, I've been like, sir, it's disgusting. But it's true. It's so dirty. Like it just, it looks like, you know, when a place hasn't been dusted in a while. It has that thick layer yes. of like, you're not sure if this is like grease. Yes. Or like, it's like, and you can feel it in the atmosphere. Like You can oh feel it. It's a sexy, unique, musty, <laughs> dusty <laughs> restaurant. That is, th okay. I remember when Stassi was on and a couple of times on her podcast, she talked about the bathrooms. Mm -hmm. This is going to be so gross. Mm -hmm. But I remember reading the reviews and there were so many reviews talking about women's Product. female products yeah. all over the place. I believe it. That is so... I, when I was younger, I could sit in a pile of asbestos and not care. I don't know if it's me getting older, but now even if I go to a Friday's or whatever restaurant, I'm looking around like under the table, like, is it clean? And I don't want to be that way. But I was telling my mom, I don't know what's happening to me. So I cannot even imagine. I... Oh, well, I didn't eat because I had to actually catch a flight and the rest of my friends stayed back. I've had her food also in Is Vegas. Good? No, I've had the food in Vegas. It's like it's like frozen food from Costco that you just like slap together. It's very basic. OK, it's extremely, extremely basic. It's not good. But I mean, I get why she still has this because it's become so popular from like the show. Right. It's just yeah. like now a Vanderpump brand of like products. And like, yeah. that's kind of it. But. Anyway, back to Beverly Hills. Wait, can I ask you, yeah. is the Vegas one beautiful? I mean, it's like or a Or because little, it's new. It's new, but it's like a tiny little like, it's like a leg up from like a kiosk. Like it's Wait, not very big. I think I might have passed it at BravoCon going into one. Of, is it in Caesars? It's in Caesars. Yes, yes, I did pass it, but so fast. And I, I meant to like go back, but I never went back. It's tiny, like itty bitty. Okay. It's very, very small. So like- like you know the the um the Airbnb that uh we were all hanging out in yes. Poconos? No way. I would say that it is about the size of like the living room, dining room into the kitchen area. Like that's how big it is. It's very small. It's very tiny. It's that is which makes me think then is Wolf going to be about that same size because 
remember she was saying, oh, it's small. It's going to be small. But it, 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 her drawing or whatever, or yeah, mock-up appeared to be big. Wow, that is crazy. I wonder if Schwartz and Sandy's is dirty. Or wait, what's the other one? Not Tom, Schwartz Tom. and Sandy. Tom Tom, yeah. I hear good things about Tom Tom, but that's okay. also because it's like the newest one, you know? That's true. It hasn't had time to get that layer of film yet. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> film. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Kyle also says that Dorit made things worse by making comments that exacerbated the quote Morgan situation. And I needed Andy to be like, well, Kyle, what is the Morgan situation? Will yes. you tell us what the Morgan situation is? Because I pointed this out. We never saw Mauricio and Morgan interact with each other. Right. At that white party, at the end of her party, Morgan was not there. At her friend's memorial, Morgan was there. Mauricio was not there. I've never seen those two interact with each other. I don't Are know they what the that same person. Are they- <laughs> no, that's not why. <laughs> Imagine. Like, it's just Mauricio <laughs> with a mask. The whole time it's been Morgan, actually. The whole entire time, right? Yeah. Um, it's like Scooby-Doo. Um, <laughs> like, it was just so funny because later on when they brought up, like, Kyle's sexuality and, like, um, I forgot his name. I God, I can't remember. Christian, I think his name is. He's a Bravo person. Yes, Christian Snow. Yes, he's so Christian Grace Snow. Yeah, yeah. Love he him. posted. He posted this the clip of like Sutton and how she's talking to Kyle, and she's like, "Even if you were, I'd have no problem with it. We would love you the same." Yeah. It's like very much like your drunk aunt on Thanksgiving talking to like your gay, you know, your gay, gay cousin. cousin or whatever. <laughs> like it was, but it's also it's one of those things where it's like, why aren't we? jumping deep into this because we're not like she's bringing this woman around and she's doing these highly sexual things and i get that we don't want to out people like i understand the optics of like it's inappropriate to like out people whatever but like sexuality aside are you fucking this woman or not because if it was a guy we would be having this conversation and they're talking about sutton and her driver they don't have a problem talking about that and exactly. asking who it was and asking. And not only that, you're tattooing your initial on someone for you to not think that someone's going to look at you like. And even though, again, Dorit is like about as appealing to me as that brown hair. Um, <laughs> I, even though a part of me kind of likes the dark hair a little bit, but a part of me kind of doesn't. But I get how she was like. Feeling like I would be feeling a certain type of way that was supposed to be my like friend. Yeah, because even if we think about them as coworkers, okay, fine. You guys aren't friends. You only film together. But let's say filming is filming means you enter your office space together. You have an office buddy. That's your office bestie, right? And you walk into your office and suddenly that bestie is not talking to you. It is weird. Yes. Like, even if even if you are just friends for the show, it's weird for you to suddenly flip the script and act like you guys are not friends at all because at your place of business, you have been showing that you are friends. And everyone has seen it. And everyone's seen it and everyone's like used to it. So for you to suddenly say we're not really that close and we're not close off camera, but then also sending her this absurdly long Oof. text message that basically tells her, let's not talk about it. The show gives me anxiety, this, that, and the other. Like, what happened, Miss Open and Honest? And to say that she's been basically missing Dorit, but yet you haven't talked to me in two 
months, Mm -mm. people were more upset that Dorit leaked the manipulative text than Kyle for sending it the day before the reunion. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Kyle is to those women what Kathy is to her. Yes. She's exactly the same. So you send her this text because Kathy sent somebody a text before the reunion last year, uh, I want to say. And then for Dur- for Kyle to be upset that Dorit didn't get in the middle of sisters, at some point, even if you and I grew up together and you had a sister and I was close to both of you, there comes a point as adult woman when you're like, whoa. Yeah. This is, they're, at the end of the day, they are sisters. Yes. Yes. You can't get in the way of that. Like that's that's stepping into a relationship that like even it's so weird because in one in one way you're saying Dorit and I aren't that close. We're only yeah. on camera. And then the other way you're saying, well, I think that you should be closer to me because when you and I have talked off camera, you have said that blah, blah, blah. So, so do you talk on camera or do not? Are you close? Or are you not? Because you can't expect that out, out of this person. And that's the problem with Kyle. She she always when she she doesn't quite know how to nail her argument and she'll start to do this thing where she starts saying all these things and bringing up all kinds of stuff. And then she's like weirdly doing that, like lizard. that lip thing. Oh gosh. Eh, 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 eh. Like lizard, <laughs> like, like nervous, like, and then she's like, yes. like, it's just so distracting. You're like, Oh my God, what is going on with oh, you? I hate that lip thing. I hate it so much. So it was just like bizarre. Like I wasn't sure. I appreciated that Andy jumped right in and got the Kyle and Dorit stuff. I really, really liked it. I thought that that was wonderful. Even like Kyle defending. This is so funny, by the way, you mentioned that people are more upset about the text message being leaked than the actual text message itself. But the people who are upset are like Teddy and Tamara. And of course, Teddy's going to see that because Kyle got on the reunion and got mad at Dorit for not defending Teddy. Like at th- that to oh, me sure. was insane. I remember when he asked that question, yeah, he was there. shady in all the panels and you would have absolutely loved it we were and when I tell you it was I'm seeing it in my mind the way he would zoom to the mic and get them (laughs) was so funny but for you to be upset that she didn't defend Teddy Teddy wasn't the question to her anyway yeah, but the question's to Kyle. Why is Dorit going to say anything? She's like, well, Anne-Marie said something and Erica said something. It's like, yeah, well, Anne-Marie and Erica are up your ass, Kyle. That's yes. why they said something. Like, yeah. who cares? So weird. Um, Anne-Marie spelled like, I mean, Anne-Marie spelled like Anne-Marie because it's Dutch. Is that what she said? Yeah, she said because she said it's a Dutch name. Okay. She said it's Anne, because Andy asked her and she said it's Anna Marie spelled like Anne Marie because it's Dutch. Okay, that's fine. We'll call you whatever you want to she be called. Is, to me, she's eight point Marie. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Anna Marie? I will call you what you want to be called because that's something I respect about people. When somebody tells me to call them or identify them as the way they want to be identified, I respect it. And so I'm going to call you Anna Marie because that's what you do, Anna Marie. You fucking transphobic piece of shit. Anyway. Uh, and how about her looking at Garcelle? Okay, this, okay. Girl, I had to, I had to put my phone down because I was going to send a string of tweets that I'm, <laughs> that the Lord Jesus would not be pleased. And I said, put your phone 
down. Kara Berry said muting this Anna Marie yes. segment for my mental health. Because, like, honestly, okay, first first it was to reing ourselves. Now, I, I, it's, you know, you and I have t- had so many text messages about this. We've talked yes. about this. It, spoiler alert. Tari and I think that Tari is a Karen. Yeah. We don't think that she's an unconscious Karen. She's a conscious Karen. Like she's not even. And so like all of that was just whatever. But then for Anna Marie, I wanted to know your opinion about it because the argument here is that, you know, Garcelle is saying it's messed up for Dorit to say that she was attacking her, uh, that Garcelle was attacking her when she was not. And how that comes off when a white woman says that to a black woman. And Anna Marie says, well, when Sutton said I was yelling and I wasn't. Dorit was the only one that said she's not actually yelling. Now, I will say Sutton is also a conscious Karen. Yes, so, like, she is. She <laughs> she definitely is. But also, Anne-Marie, you should have said I wasn't yelling. What you said was, I'm sorry if I'm yelling. Yeah. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, Sutton has been an unconscious Karen since, I mean, well, I feel like it's a conscious Karen since the very beginning, but yeah. I'm trying to give her a little inch to breathe. Oof. Um, it's hard because I, I don't trust her. I, I, I feel like she plays the, oh my God, I'm such a frazzled white woman. I'm so funny. I roll my face and I talk about riding a man like a bull and girl, I don't buy it. But um, I'm trying to give her, I'm, I'm, I'm growing, um, like Candace said, growth. So <laughs> <laughs> try, try. I was of two minds. And I know you feel the same way. I'm a black woman. You are a brown woman. Mm-hmm. We are not white. Yeah. And when we see one of our sisters who is non-white, you want to immediately be like, what we not get ready to do is not have my sisters back in front of these white people. That's yes. what we not get ready to do. I'm just <laughs> letting y'all know. For those of you that are non-black or non-brown, these are conversations. Because it would almost be like, and and you can say, oh, well, it shouldn't matter. I guarantee you, if it was woman against man, what do we say? Support all women. women. Yeah. So I was like, Amory. I, I, I felt like she could have phrased it better because she really put the, I'm a black woman too, Garcelle. And, but then there was a small, like a part of me that was like, She's right. Um. (laughs) That's the thing. She's not wrong. And you know what? For Garcelle to be like, yeah, but you know what? Everybody everybody yells at everyone. It's like, yeah, but You can't do that. You can't do that because that is actually Dorit's logic too, that we all say that we're attacking each other. Yes. What Garcelle should have said in that moment is, you know what? You're right. That was wrong. And you defended yourself really well. Yes. that's, That's what she should have said, right? But instead, she's like, and, and it's and it's also funny because later on when Anna Marie is like getting mad at trying to come at Crystal, she's like, you said Sutton was a racist. Bitch, you just fucking called Sutton a Karen. So like, what are we doing here? Right. It, like, it's whatever. But it, I'm she, with you where it's like when this is a conversation for Anna Marie and Garcelle to have like off camera because yes, it's yes. complicated in a way where. I do think Garcelle could have handled it better, 100%. Mm-hmm, I don't too. think that her response was good. I don't think Anna Marie is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also one of those things where it's like, let's table that for the Sutton segment. Yes. Because and- right now, Dorit and Garcelle are fighting, and you're coming in in defense of Dorit instead of, like, saying, 
you know, I understand what Garcelle is saying. And that's what I was waiting for her to say. I thought she was going to kind of tie it all in together and try to bring them like back to like, but she did not. I, when she said that, I was like, <gasps> but then, and when it go, comes back to Sutton, Garcelle, even with Sutton and Crystal, Garcelle discounted Crystal's experience. Yeah. And Garcelle is discounting Anna Marie's experience, but has let us know that her experiences cannot be discounted, which I understand and I support her, but we got to do the same yeah. thing. Like you said, she could have when because remember, like as Anne Marie was saying it for a minute, she kind of like threw her hands up like, and I thought she was getting ready to say, you know what? You're right. I, yes. can't, I thought that's what she was yeah. going to do, but she did it. And I was, I was, and that's another thing. Sutton sat there mute. Sutton never comes to Garcelle's defense. No, nope. There's a reason why Garcelle always comes to Sutton defense. And sometimes it's about being next to the person that has the privilege in the room. Yeah. Like, you know, it, and I'm not saying yeah. that they're not friends. I think it may have started out where the two new girls were in alliance yeah. and then they found out that they liked each other. So I do believe that they're friends now, but it's like, Oh, Garcelle. I, I wish she had to handle that one better. Uh, yeah. I, and also I think like we said, I think Garcelle was wrong. You're right. She should have handled it better. And Anna Marie, if she had said, yeah, Garcelle, you're right. That is messed up. Instead, she said, well, this happened to me and nobody defended me. And you never said anything to me. And your bestie Sutton did blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying, using that moment to say, this also is wrong when Sutton did it. And Dorit, you were also wrong for doing it. Instead, she yes. sort of used it in a way to be like, it let's excuse Dorit's behavior yep. because other white people are also doing it to me. And that's where I feel like you get into like, this is wrong. Yeah. Dorit and it's not a conversation to have in front of the, the audience because there's too much nuance to, or if it yes. is, it needs to be a little bit longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dorit's bubble. Um, she Shut does up. a really shitty d job of defending her post, and I'm just <laughs> glad that Andy was like, "Yeah, it didn't, it didn't land." Or yeah. like, you're just. Here's another thought I had. Do you think that Kyle saw this stuff and decided, "I don't want to tie myself to this relationship." Mm, yeah, because it was a lot coming. I've worked really hard. I had to sit down with Garcelle the beginning of last season. Yeah. I totally understand, and now it's like. Mm -mm. That's what we're not going to do. We're going to yeah. back off of that. I, I can see that. Yes. Oh, that is such a good point. I didn't never thought about that till you said it. Like, oh, this ship is going down. And who knows if Dorit is going to be returning to the show? Because there's been talk about her not yeah. returning. Then she had a robbery and then she returned. And there's, you know, we don't know if she's going to come back next season yeah. or not. So, well, she's now, we're now peddling this like idea that maybe she and PK are breaking up. Who knows? It came up once in the beginning of the the season when it yes. premiered, and then we never heard from it again. But conveniently, this morning I saw that there was like PK seen outside without wedding ring on. It's like he probably just had too much salt, and, and like, <laughs> <it doesn't fit. laughs> yes. And what's interesting is looking at them, and I know this is wrong. You would think, oh, maybe Dorit wants to expose of him. I mean, get rid of him for a younger model. But I look, he feel like. Der PK is like, I am sick of her. She talked too much. <laughs> she talked she always so doing Karen stuff. He Listen, PK likes Meg the Stallion. I'm not saying that means anything, but what I'm saying is there's a lot of different things PK has said that I was like, PK, I, I see you. Okay, I see you. So I think 
it could be PK being like, she just talks too, like she talks too much. I'm like, I want to be rid of her. Also, people forget that Dorit and PK got married like a second before they joined the show and then they immediately had kids. <laughs> and then, and like, they've not been together for that long. Right. So it's very much possible that PK is like, I left my wife and my adult kids for this like woman who's 10 years younger than me. Yeah. And you know, she was like a fun fashion girl and she is still a fun fashion girl, but now she's a mom with PTSD and anxiety. And he's probably like, this is not what I signed up for, which is fucked up by the way. Like it is. I didn't do that. But like, PK's also a piece of shit. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if like, that's also a thought process. And, but also too, just like you said, she was this, this fun fashion girl. When she first started the show, she was this fun, said what's on her mind. Now she's changed. And PK said that. He yeah. talked about the labels like she has changed since she, he was saying it in a roundabout way. Like, I know he wanted to be like, since you've been on the show with Erica Jane, yeah, you have changed. Also, we're spending all of the money we don't have on glam. Those Remember those $18,000 Hermes plates? That she oh got, ma'am, you are the 12th owner of a home, meaning at the same time, like <laughs> all 12 she, of y'all own that home. She served, she served literally minute rice and like beans on, <laughs> it was like chickpeas and minute rice on, on Hermes on, plates. On Hermes plates. It's, <laughs> speaking of the un unconscious Karen, because I've seen people say, oh, girl, so makes everything about race, which by the way, newsflash. And I know that there's been black and, and brown people that have said it too. And I kind of saw that I'm a little bit like, because let's be honest, every day our conversations could be about race, something we experienced, something that we saw. Yeah. Right? But I want people to, it, to me, what really shows me who Dorit is. And I get it when you live a certain, if I grew up in all black neighborhood, my friends would be all black, right? Especially yeah. if we didn't see white. So I get if there are some white people that don't have Black friend, if that's your bubble. I think for a lot of us black and brown people, we have friends of other races because they're dumb. I mean, they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But when Garcelle asked Dorit, do your kids see what like black or brown people outside of the people who work for you in your home? She didn't say no. She didn't say I, ha I have others. She said, my mom's best friend is black how could we forget Doris that Mom's tells you friend. yeah that tells you <laughs> that was me remember that was yes. my costume <laughs> do you know side note donnie told me that bitch sesh loved it saw that video posted oh, it and said i was, I was at, I, my smile dropped because i was like who do i need to fight for bitch sesh <laughs> you're wait everybody watching the video if you did see north <laughs> it really went like say what <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ready to fight. You went from someone. Beverly Hills to Jersey. <laughs> so <laughs> fast, so fast. <laughs> but they called me, they thought my costume was Mama Joyce. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, now these two white women here didn't piss me off. And I, I was riding for y'all. But for her to say that, that says a lot. It's one thing if you don't have them in your circle. I'm not expecting all white people to have yeah. black friends because that's not yeah. the way the world works. However, for you to say my mom's, but like a, as a way to, it just, uh, I, like I, it, it was honestly. And then when she says, I'm glad that Crystal 
came at her for the child bride comment. I was really happy that she said it. And I loved when Dorit was like, I didn't, I, oh, is it, I, isn't that, it's a compliment, whatever. And then I loved the shot to Garcelle. She goes, hey, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally so fast. It, it was like, and the nerve of you, you child bride, when we were out getting degrees, Crystal has a degree. <laughs> what are you talking about it's so stupid like there are so many things we could say about your marriage Doree. your husband had a whole other family like should we talk about that let's talk about the husband yes like like, let's do it yes i have side-eyed over and over again crystal and rob's age difference it gives me the ick i don't like it it makes me very uncomfortable but they're still fucking married they're still married they're still married. They're very happy. She's got that Disney money. She's Listen. doing great. She's got her coconut water business. She's doing just fine. But it really, I'm glad that they showed this on the reunion because I didn't feel like they really quite did that on the show. Yeah. But they talked about how the whole thing with Crystal is that Crystal doesn't have her own voice. She doesn't talk enough. She doesn't mm. talk enough, whatever, right? And that's really bothered me because Hmm. as Asian women, we are treated a certain way. We're expected to be quiet Mm. and obedient and subservient and sort of like not ruffle any feathers, especially East Asian women, South Asian women also, but especially East Asian women. Okay. And so I think like, like for them to constantly say like, Crystal doesn't have any opinions about anything until she blows up. And it's like, no, she has opinions. You guys literally don't listen to her. You never listen to her until she loses her cool. And then she has to scream and yell and get you guys to listen. And then you say like, why is Crystal getting so upset? Why is she so condescending? Why is she talking down to us? Because you guys don't get it. Because right. you're idiots. You Until idiots. I come at you and say, yeah. you're not that smart. Exactly. And th- when I think back to first season, Crystal, she had a voice. Y'all just told her to pick a different word. And yeah, when yes. she said, basically, um, I know that may be a big word for you. Because y'all didn't realize that violation yes. could be used multiple different way. She was correct in the terminology. Even the audience was like, that's the wrong terminology. She was correct in her in the way she decided to use it. When she came at Sutton, all of them surrounded Sutton. Yep. And and you need to pick Eve. And I I had a very big, not a very big, but I've side-eyed Garcelle a lot that season. Like, come on, sis. Like you see what's happening. And then they would say to Sutton, what can she do to make it better? So you're silencing her, and then she also has to come in and appease Sutton. But you're exactly right about that, um, about Asian women. Be- and that's the stereotype. Yeah. And then you're constantly saying she doesn't have a voice. Yeah. And you're saying she's, like, not educated. You're saying, Or, like, you're saying that she's, you know, a child bride. Like, all these things. A child bride also, first of all, it's stereotypical and racist. Secondly, it also implies that this person didn't have um, the uh, ability to advocate for themselves Mm. or autonomy in their choices to get married, right? So, like, there is also that component to it. It's just, like, all – it's such a deeply – it's such a deep and heavy word that Dorit is an an imbecile for using and not understanding and not, like, correcting. I mean, glad she apologized, but, like, Mm -hmm. with Crystal, you know, you said – First, it was violate. Then it was dark. Yes. Right. Listen, 
is Crystal kind of a bitch? Yeah, but that's why she makes a good housewife because she's like snarky. The way she yes. came at Anna Marie, I loved it. Me she was too. like, I don't care what you have to say, but like, you're not a doctor. Stop saying you're a doctor. You keep saying you're a doctor. Did you see she went on? Oof, I don't want to promote this podcast. Don't oh, yes. I already know. Yeah. I'll just say it rhymes with Glucy Fluce. Uh, <laughs> the Glucy Poop podcast. Um, she was on with Schmether McSchmalmode and she said, <laughs> she said, that she, she said, actually in a couple of years, all CRNAs are going to be, do- they're going to hold doctorates. So they will be doctors. Yeah. But you still are not like, you're still not, you're not a doctor and your reads fall flat for you to say, I think Crystal's upset because she didn't go to medical school. Neither, Neither did, did you. you. And I believe Crystal when she said my sister's uh, and because, you know, people are saying, well, at least Anna Marie did correct herself in the conversation with Crystal. But she was intentionally misleading for her to say uh, for you, for her to say I'm an anesthesiologist. And then Crystal's like, oh, wow, my sister is. And then you say, well, I'm an anesthetist, but people don't know the difference. That is so reminiscent of Jen Shaw saying, well, I'm really not black, but in Salt Lake City, people thought I was black. What? Yeah, it's like just, say who you are. Exactly, just say who you are. She could have said, "I'm a nurse anesthesiologist," or like, "I'm a nurse." Yeah. Why can't you say that you're a nurse? Because to me, it's just an insecurity for her, and she exactly. keeps trying to deflect by making it about you're trying to down my profession. No one's trying to down your profession. We're actually downing you because you're lying. Yeah, and also you already are looking down at your own profession if you're not telling people that you're a nurse to begin with. If you're telling people that you are sort of like a doctor, but you're not. <laughs> I'm sort of, me too. Yeah. Like, but Crystal's like on a rampage. She keeps saying stuff like, she said the other, she posted something saying, I went to the zoo, so now I'm a koala bear. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell she's stepping into her housewife's bag because when Andy said, what do you want people to know? And she was like, I'm here and I love it. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah. we are getting Crystal, uh, did, did Anne Marie, Anna Marie ever say Crystal's lying about that whole conversation? Because all she said was, now I'm going to tell you the real truth. Yeah, like, no, it's just so ridiculous. She never actually says, and even with like the eating disorder stuff, saying Girl. that Sutton has an eating disorder, insinuating that Sutton has an eating disorder, all that stuff. Like, she never really quite apologizes to Crystal. She apologizes to Sutton. Yes. But she never says sorry to Crystal. She has like some sort of bone to pick with Crystal and it's very weird. And then I just, I was obsessed with Crystal being like, with Anne Marie. Anne Marie says, I don't want to be a part of this false narrative that you're bringing up. <laughs> Or like, I don't want to be part of this like web of lies. And Crystal was like, you're not. You're not going to be a part of it. Like, you're not a part of this group. Is what she's saying. I love it. And on the after show, it's really weird because normally no one sits by themselves. Yeah. Anne Marie is by herself. I saw that. Well, you know what, guys? I don't know if you know this, but so her husband has been, there's been allegations of, mm-hmm. you know, rape against her husband. Also, she's she and her husband are publicly transphobic. Like, so I'm pretty sure Bravo was like, we're not doing this on our best franchise where we already have shit going on with Erica Jane. Yes. And and fucking Kyle Richards. Like, we're not doing this outside of. um, 
the allegations against her husband. And then people, someone who worked, I believe it was the Office of Student Affairs, tweeted that he worked there during the time and that students came in, students, multiple women came in with their complaints and the university silenced them. I can send you the thread. And then the people commenting under the thread were like, I was there during that time. And I remember this. I'm, he literally worked in the office and called out the school. Ugh. So it's like, okay, when they, when, when they asked her what her husband was, do you really think she's going to give him higher than an 8.5? Um, and also, I don't know why we're still talking about how this is a good thing. Like to say, you know, just. If my, if, when I ask my husband, how do I look? And he has yes. it for even half of a second before he compliments me. I'll murder him. I'm, I'm pissed that- off. I'm like, oh, what are you trying to say? He's like, yeah. I'm not, I haven't said anything. But what are you trying to say? Exactly. <laughs> now I got an attitude. I'm mad. Now I have an attitude. Exactly. Exactly. When I turn around and I say to my husband, do you love me? And he doesn't immediately say yes. Now he's an asshole. Now I'll be like, do you, I'll be like, do you love? And he'll be like, yes. And as a matter of fact, now I'm mad. Why you didn't say it first? Because you knew when I turned around. <laughs> but to go on national television and be like, yeah, my husband says I'm a solid 8.5. I'm a B average across the board. Oh, but my, but did she, her body was a nine. Oh my he didn't God. even give that a 10. Not even that a 10. And she's got a great body. Like, yeah. what, like what are we doing here? Uh, I, also, there's something about her that just, because I wanted to look at every situation objectively, mm-hmm. but there's something about her that just is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that she's going to get a second season. I don't think so either. I think Bravo is like, bye. Because watching, I'm sorry, watching that after show, I just was like, they didn't pair three people together. Like that said a lot to me. Yeah. They didn't even stick you with Kyle. Right. Right. Your friend. Remember? Yeah. Your friend. I don't understand. They couldn't find you like a friend of. Isn't it weird that Kathy is going to be on the show next week? Why? And you were not even in the entire season. <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing her and hearing about her and Kyle and their family dynamic. I'm over it. Why are you here? <laughs> Almost burped into the mic. Sorry, my coach. I would rather... <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of coke going around these days. Here's mine. You're having your cuttery of coke. You think this is still cut with coke? I don't know. I would have preferred Kim before Kathy because Kim was actually on the season. Yeah, I don't understand. Why was Kathy, why did Kathy just show up? Like, why is she there? I don't you know, understand. I thought somebody was being funny when they posted the picture of her saying Kathy at the reunion. I was like, oh my God, people are so crazy. Like, they're so creative. And I was no. like, that's real? <laughs> I did why? not. It's like, why? What is she doing there? She run like... We barely even talked about Kyle's family. We talked about Kim. And yes, right. we talked, Kim and Kyle talked about Kathy. But then, like, bring Kim on. You know what? Right. Do a separate interview. Like, what is yes. this? Yes. Yes. Bring them to, to the clubhouse and let them let them have it. I am so tired of this, tri- this Hilton trifecta. I am tired of it. But Kathy said, I'm coming to silence all you hoes. All of y'all are going to be quiet. All right. That's fine. And you know what? It's funny that Kyle sent a text to Dorit to get her mm. to be quiet when didn't um, 
they get mad at Denise for sending cease and desist and get mad at Kathy for telling them to be quiet. Yes. And also, you know, it was going to make it hard for me and my family when you questioned me and Morgan. Denise was going through a custody battle that you all knew about and y'all did not have a problem having Brandy talk about this situation and then continuing to talk about. So Kyle, don't open your lips to talk about somebody outing you or it's not cool because y'all did it to Denise over and over and over that season. Yeah. Or open your esophagusy as <laughs> I'm sorry. Us. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you just say? So I can put it in my vocabulary. <laughs> did you see the picture she posted in her stories? The uh, Sutton? No. Sutton posted a picture of her esophagus. <laughs> Straight up looks like a vagina. So you said esophagusy. No, I said she posted her esophagusy. I <laughs> let me text that to myself right now. Don't worry, it'll be the title of this episode. I was good. Thank you. Esophagusy. Nice and tight, huh? Nothing can barely pass through. Nothing can barely pass. Oh my. <laughs> You're going to make me go to her stories after this, and I don't want to. Oh, I'll send you the screenshot. To. Don't worry. Sutton is out here busting it wide open with her. No, and like, when I retweeted it or I posted it in my stories, Donnie was like, oh, my God, I thought that you were putting your pussy on me. And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought Sutton was putting hers on me, but it's Wait. her esophagus. <laughs> right. It's like, Noor, what is going on? <laughs> I get it. You're on YouTube now, but are you also on OnlyFans? But you know what? <laughs> you have a, a vagina, so you're a gynecologist. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We did it. <laughs> we, did, we did it. I'm an ENT. Once I see that esophagusy, I'm now going to be ENT. <laughs> okay. Let's head over to Miami. Oh, Miami's. You want to talk about shenanigans? This is this is exactly the type of hooting and hollering yes. that I live for. These two episodes of Miami. Just just a bunch of ladies that don't make any sense. No. Just yelling. And then they will rectify it and go on to film a season and interact yes. and cut up again and, yes. and it's rinse repeat. Yeah. What would you But do? I love it. What would you do if you found yourself single? And your boyfriend gave you a promise ring in your 50s. First of all, I'm not calling you my boyfriend in my 50s. Right. We're dating. We're seeing each other. We're yeah. partners. Yeah. A promise ring. I would be so, you did this on TV. You couldn't just tell me you saw this beautiful piece of jewelry and it reminded me of you. And I want to give this to you. A promise ring. Marcus, this looks like a wedding band. No. It's not. It's a promise ring. Do you promise to talk to your daddy about us? <laughs> Will you get your dad's permission to marry me? Like, how dare you give me a promise ring? Embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. Are you like, not embarrassed? <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> I don't right She's not Andy. giving up. You know what? She's not giving up as much esophagusy as she wants us to believe. <laughs> not at all. Five <laughs> times tonight, I don't think so. Such a liar. When Gertie said one time can get the job done, maybe two. Maybe if I 
can I just have my back to you and you just do what you got to do from the back and I throw it back every once in a while. Second time. Five times. I'm built. I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm like built more for speed. I don't really like, I don't need, I don't want all night long. She can't, then I use the bathroom. No, I'm not, I'm not built for all that. Five times a night. No. No, you're going to give yourself a UTI if you do it five times a night. And then that means I'm getting up five times a pee because I got to pee after every time. Yeah, but I don't believe that she is. Oh my God. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't believe anything. Larsa could tell me that, Taria, your birthday's April 4th. I don't believe you. You wanted me to believe your butt was real. I do not believe you. Yeah, you want us to believe that you never got any plastic surgery. Five t- And, and for, now all of a sudden you're so demure. I'm really going to stop because my family doesn't want her talking. Uh, you think? I mean, I'm drinking this Coke and I keep wanting to just really did. burp in the mic. You know what? Do it. So that could be the clip that people clip and just post it to my stories. <laughs> Me burping full throat. Listen, as, as an adult woman now, there's nothing I love more <laughs> than a good old belch. I Sometimes it, relie- it. it relieves pressure. Oh my God, no, this morning I thought I was maybe having a heart attack. Gas, <laughs> and, and I let out a burp and I felt so much better. I was like, I gotta take this bra off. Bro, I'm every- dying. <laughs> and then I had burped and I felt fine. Like, ah, oh, what do you think this is? Pressure. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Yes. Okay. But I, I just, I, I, I. No, nobody believes anything about her at no, all. And you no. know what? Bravo, why are you cutting away to Marcus? We don't give a fuck about this kid. Especially that comment we found out he said, nor I immediately went to this is a, like, because me, Stephanie, and Zell were uh, texting about it. And I thought it. As soon as he said it, I immediately thought of, like, oh, my gosh. They're they're Tina, and he's trying to be, like, and I know we have Gertie and Kiki, but still. And Stephanie was, like, this is a all. This is a Latina cast. I said that's immediately where my brain went to. Yes. He knows what he's saying. Yes, it just like it was so gross for him to sit there and say shit like that. Like yeah. you have a cast of pretty much all women of color. Yes, Marisol and Alexia and Nicole are passing, but these are all women of color. Or Lisa, well, Lisa also. Lisa apparently is Jamaican. We didn't know that. <laughs> Wasn't that shocking? No, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. I looked at her and thought possibly one of us may jump off the family tree somewhere down the line, but I wasn't quite sure there was yeah. something to her. But then her kids looked so white. I was like, I'm not sure. But this is going to be like, is she like black Jamaican or is she like, because we know that there's. Well, there's like, there's like Indian Jamaican. Yeah. Asian Jamaican. Right? Yeah. So like, yeah, it was hard to tell. Uh, people sent showed me pictures of like someone posted I think on Reddit or something pictures her childhood pictures and you can tell you could definitely tell there so I'm yeah. like ah, I don't know she reminded me of when I first saw Brie and said mm, we got something down the line in there from yeah. from Roni yeah yeah but but then you forget about that with her behavior and her and and uh, the way she talked about how Lenny treated her mom. Isn't it funny though? Because didn't she tell us that her, 
she was estranged from her mom yes, and that Lenny's you. mom was like her mom. Yes. I'm like, oh, she's acting like we didn't watch the first few seasons because we know <laughs> what you said about your family. You yeah. said that you didn't have anybody and that you were an immigrant and like you. <laughs> Listen, <I'm sorry. laughs> she did. She was like, I'm also an immigrant. I'm from Canada. We're like. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I love this show. What? We're all so dumb. Like besides yes. Nicole, besides Nicole and Gertie, and honestly, fucking love Kiki. Yes. But besides the rest, the rest, because the re- okay, the reason I love Kiki is because Kiki might not know everything, but she doesn't yes. act like she knows everything. And yes. Kiki is like so sweet and sensitive because when they're having every single person is getting into fights, Kiki stops stops him and goes, "Hey." Maybe you should stop for a second and just say, I understand what you're saying. And I'm like, yes, the smartest person here, because the thing about the show that I absolutely live for is when they fight with each other, especially like the OGs, because they don't make any sense. Like Alexia and Larsa having that fight at the end of the first reunion. And yes, but the fight essentially is Alexia's being like, I'm blah, blah, blah. And Larsa's like, no, I am more blah, blah, blah. And then Alexia's like, well, I think you're a blah, blah, blah. And Larsa will be like, well, I think you're also a blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're both just fighting. It's like, no, I'm not. You are, but I'm more. And you are also. And you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so stupid. But I love it also because they literally were yelling at each other. Alexia goes into the back dressing room. She's like, you should take the cape off. You look beautiful. Yes. And Marcus, you better hug me. Yeah. Larsa's like, um, so. I need to talk to you about what just happened yes. because they're just completely, they like cut and they like move on. And I yes. that's, that's also what makes it so fun. Yeah. And it's low stakes drama. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying Marcus made them go into a room. Nobody's yeah. saying that, yeah. you know, Todd is trying to sleep, sleep with the, yeah. So it's, <laughs> yes. So it's, it's amazing. Gertie's face. Oh my when Lars was talking, I've got to go back and capture it so I can post it. She's like, yes. like I'm like I'm disgusted by yes. you right now. Like it, it's just, and the way Larsa sits there, so brain dead, like so brain dead. And Lisa, we don't need you defending Larsa. No. Just like, and I, I meant to touch on this with Beverly Hills. We didn't need. Kyle to try to, you have such a problem with Dorit, but when the child bride comment came, you felt the need to come in and white explain to mm-hmm. Crystal. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if she thought Priscilla Presley, like that has nothing to do with it. But back to Miami. I, I oh my God. I just want, Larsa, I just want to fast forward every time she speaks, but I can't do that at the reunion because then you could miss something. Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, she's not saying anything major of substance because she just lies about everything. Now, yeah. I hate to say it, but she did look beautiful. She did. And she actually, her like, something with her facial work is better. Yeah, I think she got some of her, she and Lisa both got some filler dissolved, yeah. it looks like. It looks her like body, some, yeah. too. Yeah, her body looked good, too. They're probably on Ozempic. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. But I feel like she took whatever was in that butt out. Yeah, I think like she just overall looks less puffy. Yeah. And also the makeup was really good. Like she mm-hmm. looked really, really nice. They all just looked so beautiful. Yes. Didn't Alexia look 
like, cause she was starting to look Muppet for a while and she looked really good. They all, like you said, sorry to cut you off, but they were all just so gorgeous. I always thought Adriana was stunning. Yes. Like. Now, Adriana, we got to talk about her antics. <laughs> <laughs> we're choking. We're all choking. Adriana, she does that poem. She's got a rose. She's got these letters. She's got like just documents that she brings. And she's so funny because she sits on the side and she's like, Andy, Andy, please. Andy, Andy, I have something to say. And Andy's like, oh, what is it? Oh, God. And I, I go. was, I'm with Marisol because Marisol's like, this is embarrassing. I don't want to be on the show with this woman. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. But I am going to DM her and ask her to talk about Marisol's esophagusy next. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, okay, let's see. Marisol and Adriana got into it. I don't care about this fight. Me neither. Honest. It's so old. You guys have never clicked like that, anyway, although they were in your wedding, so I guess you did. But basically what the fight is about is, Adriana, you felt lonely. You felt like Alexia and Marisol still maintained a friendship, even though they were not as close mm -hmm. during these last years. Mm -hmm. But you still felt left out. That's what it comes down to, but you can't necessarily say that. And you're not a mojito holder. So it's kind of doubly stings like here, even though Marisol isn't, but her and Alexia are, her and yeah, Alexia are still close. I don't care. I prefer y'all don't get along in a way. Yeah. You know, but I thought it was sweet that Marisol called her to say uh, good luck. But also I feel like she was reading the comments like Alexia, which is why Alexia came back and tried to do a 180 and now her and Julia sell jam. But yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. The gym. Um, Alexia starts to fight with Adriana over the Todd <gasps> thing. And yeah. I just died because the whole explanation she gives is that Todd didn't want to be at the filming because he didn't <laughs> like the way that we were all fighting with each other. And he thought that like, it was weird that we can say mean things to each other and then like come in and act like everything is fine. Oh, he's not a housewives watcher. Okay. Yeah. And Adriana's <laughs> like, well, yeah, but that's your job. That's like, it's, it's part of the job. And Alexia yeah. says, it's not part of the job being a bitch like you are. <laughs> <laughs> so juvenile, but yet just straight so to the point. Good. Like, yes, she's not wrong, but she's yeah. mean, but yes. she's not wrong. You know what I mean? Like, straight I just straight to it. the it's point. Not, it's not part of the job being a bitch like you are. Like, like you are. And she's she's the only one that tells the truth. I'm the only one that tells the truth here. Yeah, yeah. So, and then Lars is like, so what? You're like saying like, we're like all like liars. Like, like, like that's what you're saying about us. Like we're all like liars. And then she's no, like, I'm just saying I'm the only one. No, no, I'm not saying that you guys are liars, but I'm saying that I'm not a liar. It's like, well, no, what, what are you saying? And then also this whole thing about like Alexia, there was something. So people were doing Coke. Okay. Yes. They were doing Coke. Not in the bathroom. Not sponsored Coke. In the bathroom. Um, Alexia's. Wedding and the funniest part of that whole argument is Alexis like no that didn't happen and and uh, Lars is like no I think it was happening and Lisa goes I mean it's Miami like everybody's doing it all the time <laughs> yeah. like, yes yes and then Lars is like well I was married to an athlete I wasn't married to cocaine cowboy I'm like well again none of you are wrong right right but also uh. yeah. <laughs> None of you are wrong, but also, mm. like my whole butthole clenches when yes. they fight with yes. each other. But I love it; it's so good. And what I love about this, and this is probably not right, but with Potomac, you have Candace that's going to say a zinger that's going to be like, "Oh, she disliced you," and none of them can re 
it's not fun because they can't give it back. On Miami, yeah. they are giving it back. Like, Constantly. Boom, boom, boom. And the other thing is when somebody is wrong, they just all say, they all agree, even if that's your best friend, they all say, yeah, that was wrong, right? Like, yes. Lisa did said fucked up shit to Julia and Julia, sweet baby Julia, sets her aside and is like, listen, this is why it's just, it's so sad. Whenever Julia cries, I start crying. But like, uh-huh. you know, she sets Lisa aside. Now, do I believe that Lisa gets it? No. No. But Lisa gave enough for Julia to be like, if I have to work with this dummy, yeah. I'm just going to take what I can get, right? Yeah. And like in that moment, everybody's like, Lisa, you have to listen to her, right? When Gertie and Larsa are fighting, they're like, Larsa, you have to listen to Gertie, right? Yeah. When Nicole and Alexia are fighting, Larsa or Lisa are like, yeah, I mean, it's not her fault that Anna showed up. Like they all will jump around. Like yes. there isn't this like staunch, hardcore loyalty that like you see now on like Potomac and Jersey that makes it not fun anymore. Cause you're yes. like, you're always going to defend this person's shitty behavior. And that's not fun. What I love about Miami is that they all will call each other out on shit that they all do. You know what yes. I mean? And still, you could still be my best friend. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You could still be my best friend, but you are kind of wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the Miami one. Me too. I, really I think I'm going to watch that reunion again. Although I don't know. Sometimes I never liked reunions. They made my stomach kind of. Mm, and the first reunion that I was excited about was Salt Lake City. Yeah. Just because of that. But I may go back. If I don't go back and watch the reunion again, I just may go back and watch the season again. Just because I, it's just Miami's hot, hot. Like so they good. get it so right. And Potomac could really take a lesson. And the fact that, like you said, they all will call each other out. They don't just have one lead who does it. Like even Larsa makes sense sometimes when she was calling Lisa out about the divorce and her yeah. always talking about it's like, why like you guys get it right. Julia said, I'm gonna keep my mojito, so let me get in the mess this season. I know. You know, I, I that's what I love. Like I love when Larsa makes sense because mm-hmm. when she's talking to Lisa, she's really being so sensible and mm-hmm. so thoughtful. Even when she says, even when Larsa, because she's wrong, but even when she's saying to Alexia, like, look, Alexia, I get it that you you get mad at me that I'm always promoting stuff, but I have to have a business because I have businesses to run and I'm working. Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a Todd. I don't have a Scotty. And Alexia immediately takes it as you're kept a woman and and you are not working. And it's like they're also deeply like entrenched in their own insecurity that they're yes. always like they're always getting so offended by this person who they also love so deeply. And I think like that's what makes it so freaking fun. Like yeah. uh but like but then Larsa is so dense because she's like, "Oh, Martina never told if if Julia started dating Chris Everett <laughs> daughter or son it would not be the same as me dating michael jordan's son and they're like no but it's exactly the same and marcus is like no andy it's not the same and i was like shut up marcus what are you even doing here and you what do you even know it's exactly the same and and i like andy got excited he was like that's a good analogy julia like that was totally a good analogy what aren't you like andy for you to not think that like Andy said that, um, Lars, I'm paraphrasing that people aren't, weren't going to like, they were yeah. not going to question you that you're dating your ex-husband's teammate's son. 
And also Larsa's so weird because it's like Larsa does this thing where she does she shows up in very obvious ways and then she gets annoyed when everybody talks about it, which is like yes. such annoying behavior. Like first season, her last season, she showed up with her fake butt and her OnlyFans and she's like, Why is everybody like obsessed with me? Like all like you want to do is talk about like my own. Yes. Like, well, that's all you talk about. This season, all you talk about is your relationship with Marcus, and then you're mad that people are talking about your relationship with Marcus. And it's like don't don't flaunt it don't shove it in our faces if you don't want us to talk about it because you wouldn't be so obviously like public about it if you didn't want people talking yes and that's what's annoying about larsa but also like what makes her a great housewife (laughs) you know what she came back like i left those other i can't i was here one season and left and regretted that she left probably. And now she's like, oh, I'm back to stay. Yeah. I also died when she was like, she was like, Gertie, you're fake too. How am I the fake one? And Gertie's like, do you want me to pull up a before and after picture? Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and I died because that's like, I'm shocked that that's like never come up. I mean, it does yes. come up on the show, but she just, again, she's so delusional. She pretends yeah. like it's like not happening. Just like, just like um, when she was with, Adriana and Kiki playing pickleball and the article came out about Michael. And so yeah. right away she's like, Marcus sent me these flowers and, and gave me a card and said that I was the best mom and wifey. And they're like, it's like, okay, so you made sure to say that. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. we know like, exactly. Yeah. So she silly. just makes me want to, and it's, it's, it's so, I wished Larsa needs a Candace level read, although they give them to her, but she needs one that's going to stun her lips into staying or being open. Like, because she made the comment when I go low or like when someone, when she feels, I forget what she said last season or whatever, but she'll go low. Yeah. Or like really low. But also Larsa reminds me of Dr. Heavenly because they're very much hear gossip and present it as though I know stuff about you. And I was so glad they talked about that. Even with Marisol, it's like, you don't get to say, oh, you're dating all these doctors, Nicole, or, oh, Lisa, your friend, you rent your house. Well, that part was true, but there's other things that they said. And it's like, you're getting that from someone. There's no actual proof of it. Yeah, and then you're acting like it's totally okay for people to talk about it because it's out there. But things that you publicly shove in our faces, we're not allowed to talk about. To talk about. And the audience will have a tendency, if you love Marisol, but don't like Dr. Nicole, when Marisol puts this out, you're going to say, well, we don't know if it's true or not. It could be true. Like, you're going to have a tendency to believe it. Yeah, yeah. It's silly. It's silly, but I love them. But I love them so much. I love each and and every one of them. Like even Lisa, as ignorant as she is, keep her. Don't. People were like so mad that she should get fired off the show. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, we need it. We need to keep her. First of all, she is an immigrant. So we got to keep our immigrants on Miami. Yeah, let's. Yeah. And again, when these topics come up, Kiki telling her, hey, I grew up in Haiti. Yeah. And that triggering Kiki is like, and she was acting like an entitled white woman. Like the white women sometimes that think because I think it, that's what it is. And it's like, that's, that's, that's not reality though. Yeah. And when she was throwing the food at the dogs, but then we got that conversation from Kiki and we learned more about Kiki. So it is okay. Just like, um, 
Garcelle was saying to Doree, I don't expect you to know these things, but when I bring them up, I do expect you to listen. Yeah. So that's all we're asking uh, with you, Lisa. Just, just And I also think that Lisa has a lot of, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't have the depth to do the introspection, but I think if she was to do some introspection, she probably would unpack the fact that she reacts to people in a low income situations poorly, likely because of her own insecurities of mm. how she grew up and like things that she saw growing up and all that right. stuff. Like it's all that stuff is related. So that's why you get so hopped up about money and all this stuff. And like, right. listen, I'm waiting for the shoe to drop with fucking Jody. Because Jody. No one is talking about this. Jody like two episodes ago they're like she's like oh yeah we did the settlement and lenny's gonna build a house and the house he's building actually happens to be this like house that jody planned i'm like that came across it on the internet (laughs) right right like it's a backdoor deal if i've ever seen one like jody and lenny are in cahoots are you crazy like it's it's like he just randomly came across and then you want to justify it by saying Oh my gosh. And you know, I'm in Adri- Jody has Adriana's old house. And now it's like, girl, are you dumb? She is. Yes. She I was going to say dumb. she is. She, she is. is. Remember when her son said, my money is your money. I thought that was funny. That's it why she opened really, that bank it account. Was, it was sweet though, mm-hmm. because my kids don't say that. And yeah. I wish they would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they say your money is my it's money. It's my money. Also. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. You're right. It is actually. Why else do I work? Um, what other thoughts do you have about housewives in general? What do you what do you think about the state of Potomac? Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. Okay, so I'm trying to look at it objectively, like no matter who you like, don't like, used to like, don't like anymore. Again, watching Miami and then watching a cast member refuse to say another cast member's name after you brought this issue up with her husband. To watch her this season continue the narrative and say out of her mouth, Chris made me go into a bedroom. When she already admitted last season that after Chris had to say it and it came out that she actually, it was her idea to go in, talk in the room. She's lucky that Candace is being as cool as she is because I don't know if I would be able to, especially you're continuing this narrative, but for... Candace to agree to move forward. Like when Karen tried to get them together and, and Giselle's just like, nope, I'm not moving forward. I'm not. You're holding, you're upset with Wendy because she checked you for talking about her marriage. So now you're not talking um, to her either. NECA, you come in, you call Wendy's mama a witch, say she's submitting you to a shrine, even though you never talked to Wendy's mom, it was LeBay. Yeah. Then you bring LeBay on the show to sit in your closet and never talk about the subject. It gives that you were sent maybe on a mission of some sort. And I just don't like it overall. We would rather Candace and Wendy and Robert be in argument versus yeah. just completely isolating the cast. And then just Ashley's up to her usual tricks. It, it was just so disappointing to watch what was once so good and not even for um that I'm looking for more drama it's like again looking at Miami and these women are screaming and whatever and then they're crying and praying and hugging concerned about Gertie's health yeah what what says it to me is last season at the reunion 
when Andy brought up Wendy being assaulted because throwing a drink on someone is assault and hitting them with your purse or trying to. Yeah. And Giselle was like, but because I don't, I don't care because I don't like her. What kind of human are you? And that's the thing, right? Like that's what's bothering me in Potomac is that there are what's what, like what we said about Miami, what's right is right. And what's wrong is wrong. And that's why Miami works because they're calling it all out. Yep. And Potomac right now, we're at such a deep state of like, intense loyalty to with these stubborn petty women that it's not right or wrong is not being called out and then they call karen she she's defense because yeah <laughs> that tagline you ride me is the best thing in the world I love her so much. <laughs> she she's is, been the best part of the season. Yes, and she's really trying. Karen is concerned about the show. She is, Candace like, is concerned about the show. Like, she's like, did you see the video that Ashley like released after the girl? Reunion? Yeah, and I I don't know if it's a goodbye or if it's I'm doing stunts and shows to keep y'all talking about me. So the internet, they know now, especially after that the seating chart came out. They know that Bravo sees what the fans are saying. So let me put out a video and let me be in everybody's mouth and let them see the fans don't want me going anywhere. So I don't know if it's truly, uh, I don't know what's going to happen or if she's conjuring up shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, she might be. It might yeah. be shenanigans. We don't know. But like, <sighs> it's, I think also she is, I think that she's also probably going to tell us at the reunion that she's not getting a divorce. Because she can't. I don't think yeah. she can. That she, man has her by the whatever. And it's it's rough. I don't think yeah. he's ever... that He bought her that house. His, yep. na his name, I think, is on it. I don't know if his name is on it. But he bought her that house. They're not divorced. She's gonna... She relies on him financially. Like, Insane. It's... it's it, it just did, but like, I appreciated Mia, who's kind of great this season also. Yeah. Being like, hey, if I had an arrangement, I probably wouldn't divorce him either. And she's like, let's own that. Let's own that part of yes, it. Yes, you know? and be honest. Yeah. I just, I want, I want, I need everybody to get the fuck over themselves. On yeah, that's Like, just get over yourselves. All of you. Candace, I love you, but you got to get over yourself. Giselle yes. absolutely needs to get over herself. Like, yep. You guys are not smarter than the show. And, and Robin, you need to get over Giselle because that's the reason you you and Wendy ended on a good note last season. But yeah. then here comes it's, Giselle. Uh, yeah. I do think Wendy and Candace will be willing to have a conversation with Giselle, but she's unwilling to have a conversation with them. And then to bring up your kid's safety, ma'am, you are the unsafe place with the stuff that you're saying and continuing to perpetuate. Last season when Giselle didn't go out with them that night, those ladies put everything aside and they were all having fun. Mm -hmm. It just, it speaks volumes. But I I said this um, on Raven's podcast that I listened to Carlos King's uh, video about the seating chart. And he said, and we know we have our feelings about Carlos, um, but he said, basically you know because people i've seen some people who cares about a seating chart and then some of the bravo people or even andy will try to say it's not important he said the years he worked on atlanta they would have meetings about the seating chart yeah i believe He's, it so he said 
and then you know he knows these producers other than Eric Fuller, there's an, a, fem- a woman producer. And he said, shout out to you. I'm not gonna call out your name because you wanna remain anonymous. Knock, knock, you can look at the credits. But anyway, um, hello, Carlos, like be smarter than that. We yeah. can figure out who it is. But he was saying, good job. It was a good call. And I just want to say that Bravo has sent a strong message to not just to Giselle, but to the fans. We hear you and changes have to be made. And this is basically like your warning. And he said, egos are involved. And I'm going to tell you, conversations were probably had during the season, like this is not a good look. But in her mind, it's, I don't have to talk to you, Candace. I'm going to be here next season. Let's see if you're going to be here. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really telling that the two people who got the front seats are Mia and Karen, Karen. because they actually fought with each other and then they actually showed up to film. Yes. Like that, it's very simple. Yeah. Fight with each other, but still show up <laughs> to film. Like, I don't care if you're fighting with your coworker, you still got to show up at work, right? And interact and, with and them. And interact with each other. Exactly. And that's what they did. Karen, Karen, Mia said stuff about Karen. Karen said stuff about Mia. There's a rapper involved, whatever, all this stuff. Yep. Like, but they're still showing up and they're still communicating with each other and they're bickering and being shady and petty. And that's what the show is. I mean, the fact that Ashley got last seat on the the side where Candace is sitting is interesting to me. Yes. I was like, "Mm." because I'm the same. I'm like, who cares about a a seating chart? But then like last seat, uh, the Real Housewives of New York reunion, when Jessel got seat next to Andy, I was like, yes, Jessel. Yes. Because we know it means something like people, it's like, we know that. I mean, and again, I mean, cause Carlos was saying, I know all of you guys that know so much about the production as if I have not worked on yeah. a show. Yeah. He said, we would have meetings about who would sit where and why. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that. Come on. I was like, come on. We know that there's been, um, he said, remember season eight, Nene was just, she just came on the Jamaica trip. Portia sat there, but when Nini came out, she was like, thank you for keeping my seat warm. So it's like, we know. And Oh, he did say, I, I, (laughs) I was like, I would love to be, love to have been a fly on the wall when they figured out where they were going to sit. Um, he did say, he said, who Giselle, you should be embarrassed because it's been seven years. But also somebody told me, because he said to lose the first seat, he said, imagine them having Kim Zolciak in the first seat and Nini sitting next to her. Yeah. That's what it's like. But um, he also said, um, oh my God. Oh, somebody on, I kept seeing, people kept telling me on Twitter that, oh, I'm sorry, X, that- Nobody calls it that. Don't worry about it. Not like, come on. What, and it's not <laughs> Elon Musk's internet, whatever. Um, that Giselle said, because I had tweeted like basically- Based on the seating chart, I wouldn't be surprised if cast members were willing to move forward for the sake of the show. And people were responding saying that Giselle basically pretty much said that on Watch What Happens Live, that she's willing to move forward. I don't know. All of a sudden, you're now willing to move forward. And then to me, it's like a double-edged sword for these housewives. And I know that we do it to y'all, so sorry from the audience. But on one point, it's like, we need you to conflict resolution. But when you've refused all season and now... We're seeing a seating chart and now conversations clearly are being had. Now, all of a sudden you're saying you're willing to move forward. It rings as false. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, I get it that you're just concerned about your job. 
um, which is fine. But then we really need to be genuine and like genuinely bring all that stuff up. Like own it. Like I wish that Robin would just say instead of saying like, oh, Candace, you got everybody up against me and whatever. I wish you would say, Candace, you try to get me p- fired from the show. Yes. And that really fucking sucks because you know what my financial situation is. Boom. Like if if Robin had said those words out loud, people would be on Robin's side because they'd be like, yeah. okay, at least she's being honest and real. Instead, they're skirting around the fourth wall as if it's not there. And it's frustrating because it's like, I get why Robin is mad at, at Candace. I understand why Candace is irritated with Robin. But like, yes, I get both sides. Both sides. It, but yep. I wish that Robin would just say the thing out loud yeah. so that Candace could respond to it. And it's and she's not doing it. And it's just frustrating and it's annoying. And it's like, oh, now we're going to get mad because Candace and Wendy are making faces. I will say what Wendy said was weird. Like for Wendy to be like, well, I wouldn't send my kid to college. There's like, well, you know, what's funny. I thought that too. I I wouldn't have said that, but so this is interesting. I was supposed to go on a trip somewhere else. uh, Me and my husband with some couples in September somewhere else. Uh, But then a tragedy happened with one of our friends who was going and her family. So she moved the trip to Florida. It was 10 couples, all black. And the conversation was, y'all sure we want to go to Florida? Y'all. So I got where when people have yeah. been, and I, my mom I is from, it. my mom was born yeah. there, but also I get what you're saying, Wendy, but sometimes we got to, you got to be aware of optics, even in real life. If somebody in my circle was talking about how excited they were to go to FAMU, um, I'm not going to bring up because that's their child and that could create you know what I mean? Just like a. Yeah. Like I could say. I wouldn't I, have said that. Yeah. I get what she's saying, but also. Mm. I think the thing to say there is like, I totally get it. I'd be very, very scared to send my kids there too. Good luck to you. Yeah. Something or, like that. Or just, say that to Eddie at night. <laughs> yeah. Or say nothing. Shut the fuck say, up. Or say, yeah. <laughs> say nothing. And what got me is Robin bringing that up. Girl, you planned a whole family day and purposely didn't invite Wendy's kids. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to say nothing about anybody's children. Also, clearly you and Robin had the conversation before you came downstairs because then Giselle comes downstairs and says, I'm not talking to them today because yeah. of that my children, yeah. which I think was for production. I don't think that was for, I think production, because I was thinking when Carlos was saying, um, conversations probably were had to Giselle, like you need to interact. She comes downstairs and is like, I'm not saying nothing to them today. You haven't been talking to them. So why all of a sudden are you saying, I'm not saying anything to them today because of what they did with my, with my children. And I'm going to be honest with you. Let's just keep it about, first of all, they weren't rolling their eyes. They were making faces. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, there are just some people, oh, you don't like me. You don't mess with me. I don't mess with you, your mama, your daddy, your kid, your dog, none of that. So I'm not interested in anything that you have to say about any of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's totally possible that like Arthi had brought this up, which is that there it's it's possible that when we're talking about how black people are treated in situations or a state that's very red, we're talking about a race issue here. And yes, Giselle has very openly said that this is not something that she thinks that the show should be talking about. Like <laughs> she has talked about like how the colorism thing doesn't apply here. There's no such thing as colorism, blah, blah, blah. And like here we are worried about Grace who is a dark, she's much darker than her mother. Mm -hmm. And so like, 
it if she had approached the situation with Candace and Wendy differently when it came to the colorism thing, this could have been a very different conversation. But I can imagine somebody like Candace being like, oh, now you're worried about protecting the safety of your child. Right. Like, And especially when your father was a part of the civil rights movement. Yeah. You worked down at the NAACP office, which is where you met Jamal, your first season, you talked about your blackness to Katie, who looks like you, and said you act as if you're ashamed to be black. And Ashley called you and Robin out at the reunion and said they tried to look European. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you don't understand the colorism conversation when it comes to somebody darker than you. Yeah. And like you said, all she had to do was say, "I like you said, I would rather them just be honest. Break all the walls. Yeah. Girl, look, we just shading each other or whatever. We're just doing this or whatever. But see, I, I don't know. It's um, it's it's tough, right? Because it's like, yeah, it's I tough. understand that like Giselle wants, I've said this before, Giselle wants to, Giselle and Robin want to have a fun, or not Robin, Giselle and Ashley want to have a hee-hee-ha-ha fun silly show. And mm-hmm. they've gotten Karen on board with that because Karen's like happy to shade each other and then move yes. on, right? But Candace and Wendy have too much to lose. And I think Candace and Wendy are potentially too serious for the show. But I also think it's like Giselle, if Giselle's having fun and LOLing, she and Candace gets mad because she thinks that like Giselle is laughing about a serious matter and then she gets irritated. Giselle then takes that same standard and applies it to the shit that Candace says about her. Right. And I think it's like, they're all tit for tatting each other in mm-hmm. ways that just is making it not fun. Like I, I absolutely agree with you. Like break down the fourth wall, yeah. talk about it, say how you really feel. None of them are actually saying what they feel about each other. They're all tiptoeing around it. And I, I wish that also Giselle would just be honest and say, like, I actually liked when she said, I I wasn't mad at what happened to Wendy because I don't like her. At least you were honest, right? But then you can't then take a a, a, a different approach when it happens to Robin yeah, or your friend. It's like, exactly. just be honest and be like, ah. But then when it happens to your friend, it also, I think the level for me is that Miami, they stick with each other. Yeah. I don't like necessarily the rumors, but the rumors are about that person. We have seen Giselle every single season attack someone's marriage and bring up rumors that she's it's like to me even the way Miami may talk about a rumor the way it's introduced almost seems natural like you'd be in a conversation like me and you are in an argument and I'm like Nora I know you're not getting mad at me you ain't getting mad at that husband blah 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 yeah we heard whereas with Giselle it's like Wendy got her body done maybe she's insecure because of the rumors about her husband and you say it three or four times on camera until somebody picks up the ball. And Carlos, I hate to keep saying this, but he made a very good point back last year when they asked Robin, why didn't you talk about it? Like with, with Juan. And she said, I was waiting for Karen to expose me. And he said, the problem with Potomac is that they think the show is about exposing. Yeah. And when you go back and look, that's what Giselle has tried to do every single season Monique did tell Wendy at the season five reunion you're next yeah and boom she was next so that's my issue we can have fun we can shade 
they can shade with the best of them. But then when you start talking about someone's, we went from rumors about Eddie to now someone's husband, you're uncomfortable. He didn't do it. Like your story has changed so much. And now it's gotten so much bigger. I mean, I heard him do an interview and talked about the emails that he got from his kids' teachers because yeah. their kids' teachers are like, what's going on? But yet you're talking about, Giselle, you're, uh, you're worried about, like for the safety of my children, I'm not going to, or my family, I'm not going to indulge in conversation with them. It it just it just really pisses me off because it's like you don't get to say whatever you want and then expect, like Karen said, you were a a broken down whore from Hampton University, yeah, with a hot box and stovepipe legs. The classic. Like I mean. It was amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, Portia on uh, Rugged called you a black white girl, but you didn't like the way Candace said what you're white looking. But it was basically the same thing. I mean, here's the thing: like, I I think also Candace's delivery comes with a lot more anger and hurt. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Aaron will like. I think also ultimately Giselle knows that Candace is a smart person. Giselle doesn't think that Karen is smart. If Karen <laughs> says anything, she's like, well, she's a fucking idiot. That's why she doesn't take anything Mia so seriously. You know what? That is true. Wendy and oh. Candace are, are brilliant women. And so Giselle is more upset when really smart people talk to her that way because she's got some, it's like, she feels like they're at her level or they can like, they're too intelligent. That's true. So and you said silly, fun show. So that's a silly, fun show. And so right. she's like, yes. then you're not making it fun and silly, right? You're right. like, you're not, now you're coming at me about other stuff. And, and so I think it's like, it's, that's all it sort of is. And it's like heartbreaking to me because I love this show with all of my heart. Like I, I always mean, a stripper say this, inheritance. That was the goal. A stripper inheritance. Like the core of the show, the funniest moments of the show are Karen having a press conference about her taxes <laughs> And a mime interrupting a fight between Giselle and Karen. Those are the moments of Potomac yes. that we love. Yes. Like, now let me ask about faces that somebody who cares. Who cares? Now let me ask you this, and I'll, I'll, this is the last time I'll bring him up, but because I, I kept I kept pulling different nuggets. So on the show, so basically, Carlos used to review Potomac, but then last season he was like, "Oh, I'm done because this show, blah blah blah." And he coined the term, not Michael B. Jordan, but Mia B. Lying. (laughs) So all over Twitter, it was like people that listened was like, hashtag Mia B. Lying. He said, she called me, she cussed me out, blah, blah, blah. He said, with my platform, and I get it, we know he needs to focus on his shows. But he says, basically, I'll be trying to give the housewives um, a little bit of advice. He said, with Nene. When Nene and Kenya fell out, all the girls stopped talking to Kenya and Kenya came in alone. So I pulled Nene to the side and said, is it that deep? You want the show to succeed. And yeah. by icing someone out, it's not. And Nene said, no, it wasn't that deep. He said, then you see Nene have a conversation with Kenya and shows up with Kenya. And the girls are like, oh my gosh. And Nene says, Kenya wants to have a conversation. I think y'all should hear her out. And he said, that's what a force multiplier is. Yeah, you can get in it with them, but you also help move the story along. Yeah. So he said, some people take my advice. He said, I do call, because he called Giselle like the number, on his list of 10, the number nine greatest housewife. But he said, some people take my advice, some people not. So when Mia called me, I kind of was telling her, 
Yeah. You might want to stop being a follower. You might want to start stepping yeah. out on your own or whatever. He's, so this is what I'm getting to. And I want to ask you if you can see this happening. He said, so I'm going to tell you, egos are involved. Mia, you got first chair. He said, so a target is now on your back next season. Yeah. He said, and the people that you think were your friends and they would say, oh, that's just Mia. He said, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. So what do you think? Do you think that we may see a shift if, if everyone comes back or mainly um, Giselle, because I definitely don't think she's going to lose her job, but no. you know, yeah. Um, do you think that Mia could now become like a, like a target I mean, on her it's back? It's interesting. It, it, it could, the target could be on her back because she's going to come in divorced with a new boyfriend that she was allegedly sleeping with before the divorce happened. Right. So like, you know, there's, they're, they're old sweethearts. Uh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> Mia be lying. Like, who knows what- Hashtag Mia be lying. Right? So it's like, I I could totally see that. Um, and it would be interesting in that situation to see how the alliances shift, right? Because That's Mia what... and Robin have gotten really close. So what's going to happen now, right? Yes. Or like Mia and Ashley have gotten close. So what's going to happen there? Obviously, Mia and Karen are fighting. So does that mean that Karen and Giselle team up together and take Mia down? Like, how does... And, and that's Ooh. the thing. That's the stuff that makes fun makes it fun when nobody is really loyal to each other. You see that on right. Salt Lake City, that's why it was good. You see it on Potomac or on Miami, that's why it was good. Classic right. New York, that's why it was good. New Jersey got not fun when we had teams and the oh, teams okay. refused to break. Okay. You know, Beverly Hills wasn't fun when we had Rinna forcing everybody into teams. Okay. It wasn't fun anymore. And Potomac is currently in teams. We cannot okay. have teams. We need everybody okay. to fight with everybody. We need, right, we need one. We The only teams we need are the audience. Yeah. And the show. Exactly. <laughs> like the, that's a, that, that's a good point. I didn't think that's a really good point. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And it's a good point about Giselle wanting it light and funny and fun. But then if you're arguing with someone who can be that, but also, I mean, is smart, the, the, it's not going to work out how you think. Yeah. I just, I wish they could, I, I do wish they all could just move forward. And it, I feel like a part of me would want to see Robin without Giselle, mm -hmm. but then a part of me would want to see Giselle without Robin because that would force her to interact because then a hardcore alliance would totally be, yeah. but, but I don't want friends to fight. So it's not like I want that or necessarily lose their job, but I do think something has to be done. I do wonder if no one's going to go anywhere, but between this seating chart and production sitting down saying, so check this out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm kind of a little bit more interested for next season because of all of this. Yeah. Let's see. Because this season is flop. Yeah. 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 I mean, the cherry blossoms are not in bloom. They're not in bloom. Okay. How, it's They're frozen. It's not working. <laughs> Taria, what do you have going on? What else is going on? Look at you. <laughs> uh podcast what else is going on wherever you can find all of your podcasts y'all please come over to youtube and subscribe to we go podcast w-e-i-g-o all caps podcast and come kiki i talk about i have tried i'm trying to do a video or two every day i mean the beauty that I love about YouTube is that I don't have to wait. So when things are coming out that I want to talk about, I want to be able to hop on and talk about them and get feedback. So it's really fun. So please come over there and um, subscribe. Help me get my subscriber count up. And 
yeah, that's about it. Thank you for having me. I always have the best time. I could talk to you for like a, to you for another hour and a half, but I know just about you know all just about of this everything, craziness. all the yeah. things. Yeah. Um. Well, I love you. Thank you for being here, everybody. Thank you for listening. I will be back on Sunday to talk about traders with my brother. Did you watch this week's traders yet? Have I watched any week's traders? <gasps> You're not. I know traders. I know. I tried right, and, and I watched two episodes, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to get back to it" because I was a little distracted, and I never got back. But I'm living vicariously through okay, you guys. That's fine. That's so fine. when I hear y'all do recaps, that's I okay. feel like I know what's going on. Yeah, that's but a, honestly. I heard that. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Oh. <laughs> Wait, did that happen already? Um. Yeah, it just happened last night. Oh, yeah. you might want to bleep that out. Yeah, I'm going to. We're gonna we're gonna put a big old censored on that. <laughs> um, but it was good. It's a beautiful show. It's a beautiful show. I can't wait for it to be back. I was saying to my brother, I don't think that we need any new reality TV stars. I just want all of them to keep going on Traders. That's it. That's all they should oh, do. Oh, so you don't want? Because I've heard some people say they want regular people on Traders. No, the regular people suck. I only okay. want the reality TV people because they're dumb as bricks and it's so good to watch these idiots together. Was, is Phaedra like really, really like, cause from what I'm saying, people are like praising her for being so. Listen, she made me forget the reason why she got kicked off of Housewives to begin. Okay. So it's like, she's good, man. She's good reality TV. That is why it is such a shame that she did what she did to get kicked off of Atlanta. Like, Oh, okay. it drives me crazy because she is such good reality TV, but yeah. she is uh, like inarguably a shit human being. <laughs> She's a bad person, that Phaedra Parks. Okay. Whew. Speaking of, we're going to see Apollo on Married to Medicine. Yeah. Another First, person that's. Why? For why? A Hail Mary. Yeah. To yeah. come back. They really tried it with Mary.